Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design the life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Coming back today with another fantastic episode, coming back with another collaboration episode with my good friend, Joel Solomon. And we're having a ton of fun here collaborating with some ideas. Uh, he's brought a ton of value. He's shared his his five-step proprietary stock screen, what he used to manage millions and millions of dollars for Citibank, his own hedge fund. He's sharing that openly for free in the episodes previous. And I would encourage you to go back to those episodes and download them, uh, replay them and, and get the notes off of those. Uh, and then also, if you would, wouldn't mind sharing this with some folks that you think that would find value in the message uh, that we're trying to share here on the Rich Mind Podcast. So welcome back, Joel. I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, where we're going to go with this episode here. No, thank you so much for having me, Randy. It is a pleasure and an honor. And I'm really excited because Yes, it, it, it is helping me reach my goal of helping at least 100,000 people become financially free. And I'm excited uh, to do that. So today, you know, we mentioned last time a little bit um, when we were talking about don't diversify. Uh, and Peter Lynch will call it diversification, by the way. Uh, literally in his book, um, One Up on Wall Street, he says, I call diversification diversification. Mm. So I want to get that in there. Uh, so we talked about don't diversify, and we also talked, touched on rule number two in the nine money rules, which is uh, trust your intuition. And this is maybe almost as controversial as don't <laughs> diversify, because I will tell you that if I didn't trust my intuition, I either lost money or made less money hmm. while I was a hedge fund manager. And so a lot of clients will come to me and say, well, how do I develop my intuition? And I say, it's just like any other muscle. I used to go to the gym and I would do my bicep curls to develop my bicep. So why not develop your intuition every chance you get? You are making hundreds, if not thousands of decisions every day. So think about how you could develop your intuition. Say you're in New York, you're on the subway platform. The local train is sitting there, but the express is coming in just a two in two minutes. What would you do? Local express, express local, what would you do? Trust your intuition. Make the decision based on your intuition. Now, every Thursday morning, I used to take my daughters to school and we had options. We could take the local roads, we could take the highway, or we could hitchhike. Just kidding. <laughs> I could see you out there with your daughters. Yeah, hitchhiking to school. So that's funny. So every morning, usually my, in, my intuition, not my intellect, but my intuition was telling me to take the highway. Week after week, I would take the highway. There was one particular morning, but the highway was all backed up with traffic. But my intuition was still telling me to take the highway. And I'm like, 
this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to use my intellect and I go local. And immediately my stomach's in knots because I see the sirens flashing. I hear the sirens blaring and I see the flashing lights. And because I didn't trust my intuition, it cost me $150 speeding ticket. <laughs> and to this day, my daughters tease me and call me speedy pants. <laughs> So let me give you a story about investing in intuition. It was early 2008. I'd done the analysis with my analyst and we realized that American International Group, stock symbol AIG, was overvalued. So we shorted it. We bet it was going to go down. And a couple months later, in May of 2008, my analyst came to me and he said, Joel, look at this. It, it, it looks like it's going back up fundamentally, technically. Now, my intellect agreed with him, but my intuition was telling me, don't touch it, don't touch it. What did I do? I listened to my intellect. I listened to my analyst. And two days later, the stock's down 10%. Now, by the way, if you annualize that, that's 30 times your money, 30 <laughs> times. And my intellect, even after the stock moving down, was screaming at me, it's going lower. So we got back in. We bet it was going to go down even further. And three months later, it was down 40%. That annualized is 160%, almost two times your money. And we made that because I trusted my intuition. So I truly believe you can trust your intuition to make a ton of money in whatever investment you're interested in. And, and what's most important, and I talk about this in the Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, is the feelings attached to that intuitive hit, that gut feeling. So go back to the time when your intuition worked, when you had that intuitive hit, or you know, maybe there was some signal that, you know, you're supposed to go this way instead of this way. If you're driving or walking or just, you know, I play this game with my daughters all the time when we're on vacation in a hotel. Close your eyes and guess which elevator is coming first. Don't look, mm -hmm. just guess. Trust your intuition, trust the feel. Now, do playing with your intuition with decision making for a while when you start getting good at it what you want to do is check your feelings that you have in your body and i know when i was managing money in 2008 when my temperature would rise and i'd feel a lot of heat that was not my intuition that was fear <laughs> okay and and then I knew something bad was, maybe it was your intuition, but it was fear that something bad was going to happen. I want to tap into the feeling of, okay, this is going to make me a lot of money. And that's not, and for me, it's temperature rising is not the feeling of I'm about to make a lot of money. It's something bad could potentially happen and get out of the way. So I want to tap in what, what's the feeling? Is it, a breathing feeling? Is it a temperature feeling? Is it, uh, you know, something in your eyes? And do you smell something? What is it when something good is about to happen? Can you tap into that intu intuition? 
you know, when you're making the, you you know, you're practicing with your daughters and it works, what happened right before? Did your temperature actually go down or did it go up? Did you feel something somewhere in your body? And recognizing that is when you're really tapping into the intuition and then you can use it again for positive purposes. So, so I recommend going back to a time when you remember using your intuition or start practicing it all the time and checking out how you were feeling. You know, were you cold? Were you hot? You know, was your temperature rising or falling? Did you, rec did you rem maybe you rem remembered a, a, an image or a voice coming through and, or an emotion coming through? And write that down so that the next time you want to tap into it for money-making purposes. You know, like if I, somebody will tell me about a stock symbol and, and we can go into my, you know, in the book I talk about that I see stock symbols and license plates to this day. And so we, I talk about that in the visualization chapter, but uh, so right before that happens or after it happens, I get a feeling like excitement. Like when I see a stock symbol in a license plate that I, if I haven't seen one in days and I see one, I'll be like, wow, that is amazing. How cool is that? And then I think, is it going to go up or down? And now I was like, okay, maybe I should do some analysis to check. But the first step is, are you feeling excitement or like, is it correlated with a past intuitive hit? And if it is, okay, write that down. Okay. In the past, like I got, I heard a voice and now I just heard another voice. Okay. That's a signal. Or in the past, my body went cold. Okay. Now, did my body just go cold? You know, so what indicators can you tap into to see if it's intuition versus intellect or if it's fear versus intuition? So is it, so the words coming to my mind is awareness. Is that right? So it's becoming aware of your feelings, of the internal dialogue, of a lot of things. It's like you're, you literally were talking about seeing stock symbols on license plates. I mean, that's super cool. I can't, I don't know enough stock symbols, you know, to, to do that personally myself, but I can imagine yourself with your experience. You, <laughs> That's probably very cool. But then it's the awareness right afterwards to be able to slow yourself down enough to then decide, right? Feel yourself, feel your, hear your thoughts, feel your body, and then make the decision of, is this good? Is this bad? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes, absolutely. Awareness is a great word. And it's powerful because being self-aware in all aspects of your life, right? In your relationships, with your relationship with money, as we talked about, you know, a few times ago, like having that relation, like what's your relationship with money and tapping into and being aware because like most people don't think about that. They may think about their relationship with their spouse, their partner, their kids, their parents. I'm not talking about their relationship with money. Am I, am I, is my money relationship good or bad? You know, am I happy? Is, is I, am I angry at money? Am I thankful? You know, like what, what is the relationship? So being aware is critical and being aware of your intuition and how you can tap into it and use it for money-making opportunities is awesome. So do you think that we talked about beliefs, fear, do you think that 
folks, if they're struggling with the belief, their own personal belief systems and the belief ideas, right? So they're having negative talk. Maybe they're not showing up with enough energy that the awareness piece won't necessarily show itself. Like you won't be able to have the ability to be aware if you're keeping yourself in that negative state. Do you, do you agree with that one yeah, as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're in constant worry, fear, doubt, those kinds of emotions, low vibration emotions, you know, the awareness comes up in the higher frequencies. So if you're down there in anger or depression or sadness, you know, those kinds of low vibration emotions, it's probably going to be tougher to be aware. And it becomes fun. I just go back to you when you tell about looking for stock symbols in license plates, right? You almost look, you're keep looking around, right? Looking for every license plate you can find, just knowing because you get excited for the potential outcome of what you're about ready to see, right? Which helps then exacerbate the positive side, the positive beliefs, right? Which then helps uh, unlock that awareness that will get you the better results. Absolutely. So in my first book, Mindful Money Management, I talked about meditation. And I started doing this new meditation in 2023. And at the end of the meditation, it's a guided meditation that I'm listening to uh, in my own voice that I've recorded. And in the, at the end of the meditations, a series of seven, eight meditations at the last, at the end of it, uh, the last one says, uh, if I tapped into source energy, con you know, consciousness, show me a sign in the three-dimensional world that I connected with source energy during this series of meditations. And so I say those words, you know, I'm listening to those words and I say them out loud uh, while that, and then I, I've been excited because uh, oh, I'm excited after I do the meditation in the morning for what sign I'm gonna see that day. And that excitement is also creating the likelihood of the signs being shown to me and I will tell you over the last few months, I've seen more signs than I've seen my whole life. That's fascinating. So it's almost the idea that, so blind spots, you can name a color or make a car or something that once again, your awareness, when you become aware of a particular color, particular car, particular whatever, particular license plate with stock symbols, particular uh, things to come into your awareness, if you are looking for them, have the you actively go looking for them, right? I mean, you get excited about it. Yeah. So they're going to be coming to you more readily. And so then you get more excited. And it, like exactly. you said, it just keeps going more and more and more and more, which that's when it starts to become fun. Yeah, this woman I'm doing this uh, nine-week course with, the Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use course, Chara Rodriguez and I, we meet every week to prepare for this course. And a few weeks ago, she told me that, I don't know exactly why or how, but she decided she wanted to see a red convertible Corvette. And she did. And we got off the phone at noon that day. And I was driving to uh, drop something off at my daughter's house. And what did I see but a red convertible Corvette, <laughs> right? So interesting, I'm aware. She's, you know, she told me the story, I'm aware of it. It wasn't even like I wanted to see it. It was just in this awareness and then it happened. And so let me talk about license plates and the, the story, had this happen the first time. And I talk about this in the nine money rules, millionaires use. So I was driving back from 
Boston. I, I live in New York. I was working for City at the time, and my office was on the um, on the just off the West Side Highway in Tribeca. And so I I was uh, driving home from Boston, and it was during stock market hours. It was probably I left Boston at 7.30, so it's probably 10.30 in the morning. I'm on the West Side Highway driving into work that day. Normally I commute by train, but that day I was driving from Boston. So I'm, and I'm on the West Side Highway and, and this car cuts me off. And back in those days, I wasn't as, I didn't meditate every day. I was not as Zen as I am now. And I started getting really angry and pissy and cursing them out. And I looked, and then of course I looked at the license plate because I was like, you know, mad, maybe thinking, should I do something about this guy who cut me off? You know, almost got into an accident. And then I looked at the license plate and say, it said AMG and then four numbers. And I was like, <laughs> affiliated managers group, what? I own that stock. And then I'm like, what does that mean? And it hit me, buy more, mm. buy more, buy more. And so got on my cell phone. I, I called my analyst, connected me with the trader and he said, buy more. And he said, why? And I said, why are you asking? You don't ask like, he's like, you know, I know you're driving. You know, you normally you're at a meeting and something happens like good with the company or something, or, you know, you're analyzing, you know, the financial statements and you, something comes up and you say, you know, call me. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Just buy my, I was going to explain to him about license plate. <laughs> this time I just got almost got an accident. My intuition kicked in. <laughs> my intuition kicked in. I bought, we bought more. Three weeks later, the stock was up 30%. Wow. Now, annualize that that's more than 40 times your money annualized right and that doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> and after that one day in 2009 after that happened i started seeing license plates all over and there was one company so yeah so then years later um, I have my own hedge fund. So I, after that, I would see sometimes once a day, sometimes twice a day. So I started managing my own fund in, in a, on June 13th of 2013. And, in, and I started building this position in this company that was very cheap and not well followed in November, December of 2013. In January of 2014, I was driving around my neighborhood and saw the stock symbol. FRF. Like it just still to this day, it surprises you, especially if it's a stock I already own or know. If it's not, I'll look into it. And so I bought more. And then there was one day in February of 2014, I saw it not once, not twice, 10 times. Wow. I calculated the probability of that happening. It's one in two trillion. <laughs> it's wow. impossible. It is yeah. impossible to see 10 different cars with the same license plate in one day. It's impossible, but that problem is one in 2 trillion. So I bought more and that stock became my largest position in my portfolio. 
and it, it wasn't doing anything by the way you know we bought it at eight it went to seven went to six and a half went to seven and a half. it wasn't doing anything and like so that was that was february 2014 march april may long story short august 10th 2014 i'm commuting into walking into my office building uh 54th and 6th avenue and I get a text from a colleague, FRF acquired for a 40% premium. We made 40% that day. We had our best day ever managing money that day. <laughs> and license plates. <laughs> license plates. Folks, you need to find your own license plates and, <laughs> and figure out what your intuition is. That's been the whole this conversation today is tapping into your intuition. You need to figure out what your beliefs are, what your intuition is. And that way, Joel's tapped into this whole license plate thing, which obviously it's paid off more than once in multiple ways uh, into levels that he can ever imagine. Let's say you listen to this and you're having an intuition thought that getting a hold of, of Joel is something that you need to do to, in order to get yourself to the next level is, from a financial standpoint, that you need to pay attention to that. That intuition, that feeling, that thought is pulling you or trying to push you in a direction that may, it might feel a little uncomfortable at first, but I'm telling you, if you give it a try, you never know what can come out of it. And you can tap into Joel's intuition. You can tap into his belief systems, all the things that he's been able to acquire. He's looking to share it with you. And so if you're ever, if you feel drawn to Joel through the conversations that we're having through these, uh, these episodes, I encourage you to get a hold of Joel. So quickly, Joe, as far as the, where can folks learn more about, uh, let's say they are, they're like, yes, I need to get a hold of Joe because I need to find my license plates. <laughs> so Salamore.com, it's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com, named after my daughters, Lauren and Morgan. So S-A-L-A-U-R for Lauren, M-O-R for Morgan. You can click on the link about halfway down the homepage to get your free 30 minutes of prosperity coaching. Uh, I'm, I'm in the midst of doing a nine week uh, course as well. That is almost free. It's $11 a week. Uh, love to have you guys join that as well. Uh, that'll be in the show notes, I'm sure, as well as uh, on my homepage. We will have all that ready for you on uh, the show notes for this episode. If you're following us or finding us on the different social platforms, we'll have it in those descriptions as well. Uh, I'm trying to help Joel with uh, getting his message out there. He has such a big heart and he's trying to help so many people. His goal of over 100,000 people he wants to help become financially free. So just put that number in your mind and just realize that you could be one of them. So if you're having the intuition thoughts that Joel is somebody that you need to get in contact with, take him up on his 30-minute offer. Uh, he will pour into you more than you've probably been uh, in your entire life up to this point. And you never know what could come out of that 30-minute conversation. It could be just exactly what you're looking for to take yourself to the next level. So Joel, I appreciate you being with us here today. I look forward to coming back uh, with the next episode with folks. It'll be a lot of fun. Very good. Thanks so much. Honor and a pleasure, Randy. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So folks, go out there, have a fantastic day. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And until Joel and I come back to you on the next one, bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, 
In order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself and become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.